Well, as we all know it, UCLA has the important game against Oregon this week. College game day coming to Eugene. Here's why the number three is very crucial to UCLA's chances to winning this game. Let's talk about it. The number three. Hmm. I wonder what that is. Well, let's hit that music. You are locked on UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, it's Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer, your favorite Locked On UCLA host. Thanks for tuning in, and thanks for making Locked On UCLA your first listen each and every day. It's free wherever you get your podcast, and it's available on YouTube. Thanks for like, liking, commenting, and subscribing. So let's get right to it. UCLA, for them to win this game against the Oregon Ducks, it's going to come down to the number three. I'm going to detail it throughout the podcast, but here we go. One, we'll, we'll get very simple with this. Very simple numbers. Third down defense and third down offense. And no, it's not the Bruins' third down defense. UCLA, Chip Kelly, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, and company are going against the Oregon Ducks, who have scored lots and lots of points. That They've given up their fair share. The only loss this year is to Oregon, and they also had a big blowout win against Eastern Washington. So a lot of the numbers can be skewed one way or the other, but looking from game to game, still, Oregon's third down defense is third worst in the country. Yes, they did give up a 9 of 10 conversion rate to Georgia in week one. But still, overall, Oregon, despite a little bit being a little bit better as of late, Dan Lanning's bunch, the Ducks have allowed the third worst mark in the country at the FBS level of third down conversion rates. Yes, something absolutely bonkers. For Oregon, overall, they've just been very, very, very bad on third downs. And... When they've struggled, well, they've certainly struggled to give up, you know, to stop third downs in key games, at least five conversions on third downs or more given up by the Oregon defense per game. And I know some teams are always going to convert, but it's key because UCLA is dramatically amazing. They're spectacular on third down. They've been mind-boggling good on third down offensively, which has been the key to extending their drives, being able to chew out clock, which is all important factors to why UCLA has been able to put up 40-plus points in five of those six games. And in order to keep up with an Oregon offense that has put up 40-plus points in every game outside of the Georgia game, for UCLA to keep up, it's that third down conversion rate. Can that offense still keep clicking on third down? And while Oregon, you can kind of point out as it's skewed, they've been giving up third down conversion rates. And if it's third worst in the country, even if it's one outlier, it's still a very bad third down defense. And when you have UCLA, who has prided themselves this year, UCLA on the offensive side, fourth in the country, approximately, I think, 58%, if I got that right, on third down offense. So for UCLA, they've been just outstanding on conversion rates when it comes to key situations. And funny enough, for UCLA, they've, they've actually not 57%. I misspoke. They're 55% converting on third downs. And while it's funny, you talk about, does UCLA have an easy schedule? Is there all different things? 
Around Oregon, in terms of the worst third-down defenses, include the likes of Colorado, who's second-worst, Bowling Green, who is the fourth-worst in the country in terms of stopping third-down, and even way down near the bottom there is Washington. So maybe that's the reason why UCLA's had some success offensively. Regardless, you play who's in front of you, UCLA has taken advantage to the tune of nearly 55% of third-downs the Bruins convert. In those games against these teams, UCLA has gone the likes of 24 for 42 on third downs. Those are the three against the likes of Washington, Colorado, and then Bowling Green. So they converted 24 third downs 57% of the time. So when they're struggling with Bowling Green, they found it and were able to work it on third downs. Against Washington, so many crucial pickups. Heck, even against Oregon, UCLA had a better than 50% clip against the Utes to put away that game when they started scoring in bunches. Third down conversions were crucial. Third downs. The, the whole show is about three. You know, you're going to get tired of the number three, but it is what it is. Third down will be crucial. If UCLA continues their success and if Oregon can't stop them, then the Bruin offense is going to be marching on all cylinders moving forward throughout the game, which is key because Oregon's going to score. The Bruins are going to score. That's the thought. Throughout the week, we're going to talk about more of Oregon's offense and what, what what's what's worrisome for the Bruins. But the key for UCLA, third down offensive efficiency against one of the worst third down offensive defenses, third down defenses in the country in terms of numbers. You have one, that, one team that's very good, you know, the unstoppable force against the very movable object. And can the Bruins continue to be that unstoppable force against an Oregon defense that has struggled when it comes to third down? Very, very crucial. If the Bruins struggle mightily or at even at all for brief moments of the game, it could truly impact the final outcome for UCLA in the wrong way in their biggest game in quite some time. We've always talked about the biggest game. Well, Oregon, here it is. Let's get to it. And speaking of the number three, It's UCLA's third straight game against the team ranked in the top 15 at the time of that game. So as the Bruins know, it's only gotten tougher and tougher and tougher. And here it is. Here's a here's an opening the Bruins can crack through with the bye week in between. So many opportunities as UCLA has that grand opportunity to on a national scale show. All right, let's go. Moving forward, let's let's get some Bruins defensive third down, not third down, but number three numbers. We'll, we'll talk about the number three. What, what about defense? What does that mean? Well, we, we'll get to it. But first, let's tell you about upside. If you're cringing at the pump lately, those gas prices are off. They're, they're just crazy dumb. They're stupid. Gas prices in California, whatever it may be, they're, they're costing an arm and a leg. Eye-popping checks, whether it's at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts. Boy, oh boy, I drive a lot. It hurts, especially Yes, whatever it is. It really hurts. That's why we got to all start using Upside. You guys, it's an incredible app. Upside is for anybody who buys grass, groceries, obviously, or dines out. I love all those things. Every purchase, cash back can be earned thanks to Upside. All you have to do to get started is download the free Upside app, use the promo code LOCKED, just the word LOCKED, to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. In comparison to the regular credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times as more cash back, which is why Upside users as a whole are earning more than a million dollars back per week. 
good App Store ratings too. 4.8 stars, perfect. Just go download the free Upside app. Use the promo code LOCKED. Again, the promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's again, using the promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using the promo code LOCKED. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, treading forward. The number three. Well, let's let's get to it and keep on rumbling forward. We talked UCLA offense trying to convert against a third down defense for Oregon. Well, to continue this Trey Andre, let's keep it moving. UCLA defensively. All right, they've been doing their fair share of work defensively. Bit of bend, don't break. But now looking at Oregon's offensive numbers, it, they have the, a great rushing attack. They have Bo Nix, the transfer from Auburn, who actually beat them when he was an Auburn quarterback, but then found his way transferring to Eugene. Interesting how it is. Bo Nix is the thing that keeps, it, you know, this game, you can define it between the quarterbacks. It can be defined by the rushing attack. For UCLA's defense, this is where they're going to have to attack things. Overall, Oregon has been generally outscoring their teams when it comes to points off turnovers. They've thrown five picks, although Bo Nix has only thrown three interceptions, and Oregon has fumbled the ball three times. Okay, it's working with the three, right? The number three. Well, funny enough, Oregon's fumbled the ball three times. This season, they've actually never lost the fumble. They've recovered the ball all three times. Bo Nix has thrown three picks in two games. That's against Georgia, two against Georgia, one against Washington State. What's key about those games? Well, Oregon lost 49-3 to to Georgia, which obviously that's a stout Bulldog defense. Duh. And then Washington State, although they only threw one interception, the Oregon Ducks really started slow against the Wazoo. They were down big in the fourth quarter, two scores multiple times against the Cougars, before a mind-boggling, crazy comeback where they put up 29 fourth-quarter points to come back and beat the Cougs of Washington State, 44-41. to Beating Wazoo easily on the road. Well, not easily, but coming back and come from behind fashion. So in the games he's turned over the ball, well, they've struggled. UCLA, if they can turn that third interception, that if that number is sticks at three interceptions, then UCLA is going to have a long day defensively. If that number can tick up to four, move up from three, if it's greater than three, by the time the game ends, if Bo Nix has thrown that fourth interception, or for some reason, if if UCLA finds a way to force an Oregon fumble, which the Bruins have found their ways, different variety of ways to pick up, recover fumbles, whether it be bad snaps, whatever it may be, including that fourth down on Cam Rising to set up the pretty much gut-punching go-ahead or, you know, kind of back-breaking touchdown to really put the Utah Utes to bed in their last game, if they can kind of change that number from three interceptions to four, get that fourth fumble, force it to U- force it to Oregon, and finally have Oregon lose a fumble for the first time all year, that number 
can be extremely, extremely crucial for UCLA's defense. For an Oregon offense, that has just been fantastic. The offensive line just finds gaping holes for the, the rushing attack. So far, sacks hard to come by for the Bruins, for an Oregon Duck. You know, for already any opponent that's played the Oregon Ducks offensive line, sacks have been hard to come by. Seeming very similar to Washington, like that UCLA matchup against Washington, although Oregon a bit better in this game in Autzen. I know people have pointed out how Chip Kelly's already coaching Autzen. It's different when you're on the opposite side. UCLA, when it comes to defense, it's key. You have to, have to, have to. If you're going to find an Oregon team that's going to run the ball down your throat, if Bo Nix throws the ball, the Bruins have to be a ball hawk. They're able to find ways to pick off Michael Penix Jr. multiple times this year, and he's still the nation's leader in the FBS for passing yards. So there are ways to do it. Find a way to force that turnover, and the Bruins are going to need it. That pass rush, the, you know, whatever, it's tackle for loss. They didn't even allow one against Arizona to the Oregon offense. That will be key and crucial. The Bruins need to force turnovers. To win on the road, you need to force mistakes. And can they do that against Oregon's offense? Well, the Bruins offensively can keep up by converting on third down over and over again in a loud, crazy atmosphere. But also the defense, if you want to get a win, you're going to need to get a stop. At some point, somehow, unless you're going to play 77-76, to 76, something crazy, in Eugene, as we've seen crazy things all over the college football landscape, as exaggerated as I was. You're going to have to get a stop. It must be via a turnover. And, you know, Bonex has thrown three picks. Need to get that number greater than three. Oregon has fumbled it three times, not lost it once. Need to get that number greater and find a way to, you know, recover one. That, that's the key. Force the turnover. And while I am kind of piggybacking off the number three, get the turnover. That is an absolute must for Oregon, who's got big, beefy offensive linemen that can really counter a Bruin rush defense that had been good for the most part, although they kind of got beat down a little bit against Utah in that last game. It's key. In the meantime, let's tell you more about this Nissan thrilling moment. Well, what could be a thrilling moment when the Bruins are on the bye? Just know that our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across Locked On College Network titled Thrilling Moments, where we can, you know, highlight the most exciting play from UCLA or work with me through the history of the alma mater, whatever it may be. The Bruins, this week's thrilling moment for a team on the bye, came from none other than former Bruin himself, Greg Dolchich. Why are we highlighting Greg Dolchich? Well, in his first career regular season NFL action, Greg Dolchich, who was activated off IR just hours before the game against the Los Angeles Chargers out in SoFi, Greg Dolchich came through the Glendale product himself, fairly close to his hometown, came through in his first game as an LFL, NFLer officially and caught a 39-yard touchdown pass from Russell Wilson in an overtime loss to the Chargers. But whatever it is, it is the likes of Greg Dolchich who caught his first career touchdown, the former Bruin. Congrats. Still finding ways to make it exciting, as we saw with Greg Dolchich. Had a great Bruin career, 11 touchdown catches, over 1,300 yards, 77 receptions, and 17 receptions per 17 yards per reception as a UCLA tight end. And there he is, already as a Bronco, making an impact for, you know, a sorry Bronco offense. And there he is. What does he do? He starts, gets a touchdown. That has to be a thrilling play. It has to be. A sorry offense, and it's the guy coming in, making a touchdown catch. Blown coverage, yes, but it was it is what it is. 
It is what it is. Greg Dolchitz, just know that this segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. It is the likes of the Greg Dolchich 39-yard reception touchdown, his first career in his first career regular season NFL game. Just go pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier Armada or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. All right, we've been dealing with the number three all day long. Well, how do we continue to talk about the number three? All right, maybe this one will be a stretch. Maybe it won't be. But number three in our third and final segment for Locked On UCLA today involves quarter-by-quarter quarter scoring. Oregon this season has been absolutely dominant getting out of the gates. The only time you, the only time that Oregon has not scored in the first quarter, they lost. They are 5-1. and one. The only time they didn't score in the first quarter was against Georgia. Okay, most teams are not Georgia, and UCLA was probably not going to stop Oregon from scoring in the first quarter. The numbers for Oregon so far this season, they have outscored teams in the first quarter, 44 to 20, and a ridiculous total in the second quarter, 93 to 55. And while they did score four touchdowns against Eastern Washington in a 70-point output did the Ducks earlier this year, they still have found ways to be dominant in the second quarter against almost each and every opponent and score for the most part in the first half. And UCLA, they haven't had trouble outscoring teams now as the season's worn on, especially against Utah and Washington. They've scored with the best of them, leading at half against both the Utes and the likes of the Huskies. But the Bruins' best quarter is the third quarter. UCLA has been dominant in quarter number three, 69-28. They've scored 69 points, only allowed 28 points for a plus 41-point differential. The key for this one, for our third and final point of the episode, is UCLA cannot wait to the third quarter, especially on the road, to try and make adjustments. Yes, they've been key, always coming out of the locker room. They've been a different team. Even against Utah, they went touchdown, 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 touchdown until the late pick six. And the third quarter has always been fantastic for the Bruins. But what I'm saying here is UCLA, as I've kind of been keying lately the last couple of games for UCLA, you have to jump out of the gates. You cannot wait until the third quarter. There, I got you guys. Just know you cannot wait till the third quarter. The Bruins have to jump out, out of the gate and be ready to play in this one. Otherwise, it could be a laugher in the wrong way. And UCLA, while they found themselves down two scores a couple of times already this season and down early, if they can kind of limit that first quarter scoring for Oregon, then by the time the third quarter rolls around, you could put the Ducks away with the knockout blow and make the third quarter, all right, the rolling quarter. Get it going, quiet the crowd, and get it going. If the Bruins have to wait until that third quarter to turn it on, I'm not sure UCLA is coming out with a win, despite the resilient veteran presence UCLA's had from either Charbonnet, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, Chip Kelly. They've had these. It's been a, it's an old roster. They know they could probably handle a unique atmosphere that Austin's going to provide. But if you're going to let this team in Oregon just be dominant heading into the third. Well, you're going to need to jump out of the gates. Do not wait until the third to wake up. And that's not, not really been a problem necessarily for the Bruins. But there's a clear difference for the better. Of course, you always want to play better in the second half and dominate and take teams out of their misery. But all I'm saying is UCLA has to be ready to go from the first quarter, especially defensively, 
And by the time the third quarter wears around, comes down, they can wear down the Ducks and continue their third quarter dominance against an Oregon team that, all right, they've been fair, they've been fine, and wear them down with third down conversions down late and probably force Bo Nix to throw whatever interception it is more than his third, hopefully. That, that, those are all the keys with the number three involving UCLA and Oregon. And funny enough, UCLA is currently stuck at three wins all time in their program history, albeit dating back to the mid-90s since college game day started. UCLA only has three wins during college game day games. And if they want to get their win to push them over that three-win mark, well, they're going to have to do it with all these three keys involving the number three. That's how you do it, and that's how we're going to tell you. Go check out Locked On Pac-12 with Spencer McLaughlin. He's got a good show for you guys. Check it out. Gets through all the Pac-12. Spencer McLaughlin, Locked On Pac-12. Make that your second listen. In the meantime, this is how we end the show with a fantastic, exciting A-clap. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, U, C, L, A, U, C, L, A, fight, fight, fight. Let's go. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Go check it out. Thanks for like, commenting, and subscribing. It's free wherever you get your podcasts. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go Bruins!